Tonight, I'd like to share it with you a passage in Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 1 to, to 9. Uh, before I read it for you, I'd like to pray. Let's pray. Lord, we pray. Uh, we thank you for your presence in this place. Your presence, Lord, is all we need. You are the reason that we are here tonight. We need you more than we can express in our words. Fill our lives with your presence. Use this scripture. Use my life to, to share what you put in my heart in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So every time I read the Bible, I like to, to visualize in my mind how it was. So in John chapter 5, uh, it's a very well-known story. Jesus was arriving in Jerusalem in the gate named the, the Sheep Gate. And in the Sheep Gate of Jerusalem, there was a pool. And the pool named uh, Bethesda. And then in this place, in this pool, in the Sheep Gate of Jerusalem, there was this pool named Bethesda. And a large number of people, sick people, blind people, disabled people, lame people, they were there. And the tradition says that uh, they were waiting because an angel of the Lord would shake the water, stir up the water, and then the first one to get in the pool would be healed. Doesn't matter which kind of sickness, the person would be healed. And then Jesus arrived in this place, and then he saw that crowd of people waiting to be healed. And then he saw a man, verse 6, he saw a man. When Jesus saw him, there was a man who was sick at 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Verse 7, the guy replied, sir, he replied, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. Why am I trying to get in? Someone else goes down after, ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up a muff, and walk. At once, the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. Hallelujah. Try to imagine a place. A place where a lot of people were sick, waiting for something to happen. How many of you, I'm not saying that you're sick, but how many of you are here waiting for something to happen in your life? God is a miracle God. God of miracle. We always sing, way maker, miracle worker, God of promise. He is our God. He does. He's still doing. He's a mighty, almighty God. So we need to be here with a kind of expectation in our heart. So Jesus get there and he saw that many people were there. But one specifically, we're there waiting for 38 years. Can you imagine? 38 years waiting for someone to help him, to put him in the, the pool to be healed. But he never found someone to help him. Try to imagine. But Jesus, he is almighty. He does whatever he wants to do because he's God. He has no power to change our circumstance. Then Jesus saw him, and Jesus asked him the big question. Do you want to get well? Do you want to get out of this circumstance? And the guy didn't say yes or no. The guy started to explain to Jesus. Well, Jesus, here we go. Listen to my story right now. 
you know, I'm here a long time. Every time the water is stirred, I have no one to put me in the pool. When I try to go, someone get there before me, and then I go back to the queue, wait again. I don't know how often the water was stirred. I have no idea how, how often. But there was a place, there was a kind of tradition. For me to get here, I need to wait for the water to be shaked, stirred. You know, there was a fact that nobody helped that guy before. But Jesus arrived to change everything. And we need to believe that God can change everything in our life like this. You know, he can. He can. I know you know. But I hope that the Holy Spirit puts something in your heart tonight. I believe if you are here tonight, it's because you want something from God. I'm not saying that the people who are not here, they want just mind, just mind about football. But you are here because you want something from God. And I believe God has something special prepared for you tonight. Not, not because of me, but because of him. He is the almighty God and he can do powerful thing in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you want to get here? Do you want to get well? Do you want to get the new things that God has prepared for you? The Holy Spirit spoke to me very strongly this week. When calling, asked me to come this, this, this evening, last Monday, I start to pray. Lord, give him a word. And uh, I heard the word in, in, the, in my spirit. Enough. Enough. Enough to be stuck. Enough to talking, 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 talking. When Jesus is trying to talk with you. Enough. Enough to be full of self-pity. Enough. To be full of your feelings, your traumas, your past experience. And then Jesus trying to say new things for you. But we are full of ourselves. And Jesus spoke to me, enough. Enough, I want to tell you. Enough, I want to speak with you. Enough, God has new things for you in, this name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen what I, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to tell you something that's very important tonight. The sick man, the disabled man, invalid man, he couldn't get into the waters, but the living waters came to him. Think about that. Jesus is the, he is the fountain of living waters. I could, he couldn't go to the waters, but the living waters came to him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine it? Oh, nobody cares about me. I have no friend. I have no family. Loneliness is a big issue in a big city like London. Loneliness is a big issue around the world because people are so busy. You know, I'm Brazilian. And sometimes we see Brazilian people come to London, spend years here and cannot speak English. But one word, we learn very quickly, very quickly. And one expression, I am busy. Busy is the word they learn very quickly. Busy. The verb busy, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. He's busy, everybody's busy. So I'm busy with my own thing. I have no time to take care of you because I'm busy. You know, I don't like this. But God is a very busy God. He has the whole world in his hand. But even though he sees you, 
even though he cares about you. He has time for you. He wants to do the best thing in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. So, the living waters is not where I go. The living water, the living waters is the presence of Jesus Christ. And I believe the presence of Jesus Christ is here. I believe because wherever we have two or three gathering in the name of Jesus, he's there. And we are gathering here in the name of Jesus Christ. And if Jesus is here, the living water is here. The living water is here to heal, to restore, to transform your life, our circumstance in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus saw him. And Jesus knew how long he was like that. Jesus sees you. And Jesus knows how long you are struggling. Jesus knows how long we are stuck in some circumstance. Jesus knows your pain. Jesus knows your loneliness. Jesus knows whatever you face. He knows. And he cares. He just does. He just don't. It's not a matter. He knows. He knows. And he cares. Because sometimes people know. But they don't care. They know. They can help us. But they prefer do not help us. Jesus is not like this. He knows and he cares. He Amen. He cares. He loves us. He loves us. A lot of people. Someone told Jesus, Jesus, that guy, that guy over there, 38 years like this. And the heart of Jesus moved in compassion. And Jesus brought a word for a question for him. Do you want to get well? Do you want to, to be restored? Jesus sees you. Third thing, do not allow long-term problems kill your hope. There is a passage, Proverbs 13, verse 12. It says something like this. Hope deferred makes make our hearts sick. You wait, 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 and your heart got sick. Not because you have high cholesterol, but you got sick without hope. Not, that, not a matter of cholesterol. It's not a matter of any kind of physical disease. It's a kind of emotional disease. You, you, you become hopeless. You become like, uh, you know, anyone can be blessed, but I don't think I am. I will be blessed because I'm waiting for so long time. You know, I'm getting old. Where is my promise? I'm getting old. Where is my blessing? I'm waiting for so long. I'm waiting for this. I wait for that. Nothing's happening. But I want to tell you, God has the right time to do his thing in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. It's tragic. It is very tragic in my opinion. To be a Christian, to be in a church, hearing the word of God, praise him without hope, without expectation, without the hope that uh, God can do new things in my life. Doesn't matter my past. Doesn't matter how hard has been my circumstance before. Doesn't matter. I want to get in a kind of conclusion. Jesus has all the authority over your life. But, but it's time to allow the Holy Spirit to break every stronghold in our minds. What was the stronghold of that guy mind, guy's mind? In his mind, the only way he would be healed was if someone helped him to get in the pool. So if I do not have no, nobody to help me, so I'm not candidate to, to a miracle. So it was a kind of stronghold in his mind. I need someone. 
I need someone to make me happy. I need to get something to be fulfilled. I need to do something. I need to get something in my life. Then I, I can feel myself a feeling of a fulfillment, significance, or whatever. But Jesus has his own ways. He is the way maker. He brings to existence the things that doesn't exist. He can create. So the way to be healed is to get in the pool. But Jesus just said the same. Get up. Can you imagine? Think about it. The guy was full of self-pity. Oh, you know, Jesus, nobody help me. I'm a good person, you know. I'm trying to help everybody, but uh, when we need, well, I helped everybody. But when I need help, nobody wants to help me. Did you find yourself, did you find yourself any time in your life wondering? Because I found myself many times wondering, why? It is a mystery. People offer you help. Do you, need, do you need any help, Marcelo? No, no, I'm fine, thank you. But when you need help, everybody disappears. <laughs> so it's strange, do you know? It is, sometimes it's happened. So what I want to tell you guys, it is that even if you have no one physically, humanly speak, do not forget you have a God that he can do different things. Just a word. Get up, take your mouth, your mat, and walk. Enough, enough, blah, 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 blah. enough. It is good to pour out. It is good to, to put out what is hurting you. It is good, but sometimes, enough. Listen, hear, listen to Jesus, what he's saying to you, because sometimes Jesus is saying to us, get up, take up your mat and walk. But we're still going on and on and on and on. I have a past experience. I, I want to tell you how much I suffer. Oh, Lord, heal us. Restore us. And help us to hear what you have to, to say to us. I want, I, I want to share with you a very short, it's a kind of a good story. Uh, I came to this country in 2003. I couldn't speak English. I'm still learning. I know I have a... Long way to go. Uh, then we start our church in, a, in our living room in a small flat in North Healing. Then in three or four months, we had three, 30 people. Then I couldn't have uh, people anymore inside of my flat. Then I started to look for a place. But I couldn't speak English. Then in that time, back 2003, 2004, there were more, three more pa Brazilian pastors here. I don't need to, to say their names. But in my mind, I would find a place for my church just if one of these pastors, because they used to live here ages before me, so they know where to go. I had no idea where to go. Then in my mind, I was always trying to speak to them. Oh, can you help me to go around some stage agent to go to try to find a place for the church? Because in my mind, I couldn't try to find myself. Stronghold in my mind. Just very practical to, for you to understand. Maybe it's going to help you in the name of Jesus. You know? So these guys, they were what? Very, very, very busy. So we, we, we had primary meeting almost every Wednesday. So it was January 2004. And we had a primary meeting in this building, lower hall, with calling and all the primary leaders. Then I was waiting for, because three of them, what, they were here, then I was expecting. So one of these guys 
will take me around because if you go to Brazil and you need me, I will change my agenda to help you, to get you around, to find, because I know you are outside of the country, you don't speak, you can't speak Portuguese, then I will help you. So in my mind, I was naive, then I was thinking, someone will stop his own thing to help me to find a place. Then guess what? The meeting finished, everybody disappeared, and I found myself in this building going up and down trying to find one of these Brazilians who would help me. But both of them, gone. Then I was so frustrated. I was so disappointed. Then it was cold, it was January. Then I start to walk down Portobello Road. Uh, I will get the coffee down there. There is a coffee, there was a coffee. I, I, I used to let you go, I, I used to go there. Then. I saw the Salvation Army building, Salvation Army building in Portobello Road. I don't know how many of you know. Then every time I passed in front of that building, it was closed. But in that day, Wednesday, that building was open. Then praise the Lord. Maybe I can hide a space here, a time. Then I went there because I cannot speak English. In my mind, I couldn't speak English. Then the, the only thing I knew, I, I, I needed that time to get the phone of someone in charge of that building to give for some of my friends the church who could speak English better than me. Then I put my head there and I look and I get in. They were serving food for homeless people. They offered me a coffee, a tea, and I, I said, I'd like to speak with the pastor. No, we have no pastor. We have captain here with Salvation Army. So, okay, could be the, the uh, what is it about? No, 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 no. I, can I have just the, the, the number? And I, but what's the reason you have the, the phone number? That is because uh, I, I cannot speak English. Listen, listen. I cannot speak English properly. Then I want to get the number to give for a friend me who speak English to, to ask if we can hide this building for my young church. I have 30 people, 40 people more or less. I'm looking for a place, but I cannot speak English. Then I need your phone number because I will ask for someone who can speak English to call you. And the, the, the pastor, today he's my friend, Math and Cherry. The, 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 he looks to me, but you, you want our phone number to give to someone who speak English? But you are speaking English with us. I understand very well what you are talking about. So the pen drop. Then I realized that I was communicating myself, not properly, of course. You know, it was terrible, but he got. And yes, he, he loved Brazil. Oh, we'd love to have a Brazilian church here. They opened the doors, they charged us very little. Then what's the point? In the stronghold of my mind, I understood that if someone who speaks English better than me do not help, I cannot have a place for my church. But in that day, God opened the door. Always closed, but that day, the door was open. The person was there. He, the person was willing to understand was what I'm trying to Because, you know, I don't know how many of you found yourself. Because I love KT. It's the only place in England I think I can preach in English and nobody, oh, terrible English you preach. Now here is like my home. You, you, you bear me. Thank you, God. I love you guys. You know? But, uh, you know, listen. Have you ever seen yourself in a situation that you say something in a wrong accent? If you have a willing pe pe person, a good person, the people struggle to do some kind of effort to understand you. But if the person wants to put you down, what? Pardon? What is saying? It's not English, it's rubbish. You know, you want to get in your shoes, you know? But God is good. God has a church like this. God has people like Math and Cherry. 
God has people with open heart to bless you. But we need to allow the Holy Spirit to come in our lives and break the stronghold. Amen. To break the stronghold of our own limitations. Because it's not a matter of what I can do. It's a matter of what he can do. It's not about what you are, but who he is. It's not a matter of what I can, but what he can. He's powerful. You're wasting your time. You're waiting for something to happen in such a way. But God has his own way to do his thing in our lives. Allow the Holy Spirit to flow in your life. Allow. Allow. Open your heart to say to the Lord, Lord, you know, I have this kind of tradition in my mind. I have this kind of idea in my mind that if the things has to happen, has to be like this. But are you open? If the Holy Spirit wants to do something different in your life, that's a word. Get up. Get up. Take your mat and walk. And nobody's going to pray for me. You're going to put, lay hands. No, just listen to the word. Get up. Take your mat and walk. Sometimes we are very religious. Very religious. In not a positive way, negative way. We are religious because we create systems in our mind, in our thoughts. And we think that if God wants to bless me, it has to be like this. But he's God. Amen. Do you want to get well? Do you want to get married? Oh, I wish I could, but someone broke my heart when I was 15 years old. But you're not 15 anymore. Do you want to get married? Oh, I wish I could, but <laughs> enough, man. Enough. Come on, man. If God wants to give you yeah. someone to make you happy, open your heart. Yeah. That is too long. I'm waiting for too long. You know? You want to prosper? Ah, yes. oh, you know, I have no degree. Didn't Jesus ask you if I have a degree? He asked, you want to prosper? Yes. You want to be head, not tail? Yes. Uh, I wish I could, <laughs> but you know, this word is so difficult, everything, so concentrating few people, you know. Do you want to get a, your own house? I wish I could. <laughs> but you know, to get a mortgage in loan is so hard. And if I have a mortgage, how I get the deposit? Loan is very, very expensive. I'm in a rental trap. I pay the rent. I have no money to save to, to, to my deposit. If God wants to use someone to bless you, are you open? Yes. Are you open? Yes. To be blessing in whatever area of your life, we need to be open. Yes. It's the reason, I think, I think we need to, to understand enough. Amen. Enough of, Amen. enough of, I can't. Do you want to be used by God powerfully? Do you believe God has a ministry for you? Yes. Full of signs and wonders. Oh, Lord, I, 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 I used to believe, but, you know, I know nobody in this big church. When we don't have any contacts, how can I grow? I tell you guys, you know who, told, who brought me to the church was the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I ask God, why you, 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 you choose me, God? God, I think God has a kind of sense of humor. He got that one. Are you? You, you, you. Why me? Because he, he's God. He can use. Doesn't matter if you are tall, short, white, black. If you are Oriental, if your hair is just like this. If you, 
doesn't matter. God, Jesus is looking for empty vessels. Jesus is looking for someone who stopped, who understood enough, enough to be stuck in this self-pit place, enough to wait for people's approval. I think you can. But if, people, if, if, if the person does, 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 does do not think, if he doesn't think, it's, it's your problem. I, I, what I care is what Jesus think about me. I don't want to be, you know, arrogant. I, no, 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 no. But I, listen, I'm 50 now. I spent too many years of my life waiting for approval of men. But the main approval you have, you need to have in your life is God's approval. It's important, man. It's important to get people approved. We feel good, of course. But sometimes, if you wait for people's approval, we're going to be dead. You're going to dry. You're going to, you know, nobody look to you. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you look like. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when I come into God's presence, when I read passages like this, Jesus, you are so amazing. One of the translations for the word Bethesda is house of mercy. House of grace. Sometimes not because I feel like. I feel like because we are Pentecostal people. We like the Holy Spirit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I feel like, oh, hallelujah, oh, glory. Sometimes we feel nothing. Sometimes we don't feel like we can do anything. But never forget, he's a God of mercy. Mercy. He knows when we are struggling to pray. He knows when we are struggling to keep our head out of the water. He knows. And he does not despise us. He's still loving us. He's still believing us. He still have a word for us. Get up. Take your mouth and walk. Get up. Get up. Take your mouth and walk. Get up. Believe in the word of God to you tonight. God brought you here with a purpose. You are here today because you need to hear his word. Enough. Jesus is speaking with your heart tonight in the name of Jesus Christ.